0: Look And welcome to another edition of book talk brought to you by the bookshelf and this morning we are joined by both chris and mary good morning to you ladies good morning, good morning. and uh how how's uh, how are things at the bookshelf these days oh great we're
1: just you know the road is open the Sun is shining. What more can you ask
0: for? Well, there you go. Uh, you know what? You know what I could ask for though is uh, what have you got on the uh, bestsellers list this week?
2: Okay, Mary. Can oh, you start them off? Okay, we got lots of stars this week, and as everybody knows, stars mean uh, debuts on our list. So there's some really good books this week. Um, time to start making your Christmas list, folks, because uh, it's good good thing to order early. So we'll start out with our indie bestsellers. We'll do our hardcover fiction first. Number one, Colson Whitehead with Harlem Shuffle. And um, that's just been on the list for a very short time, but it's still hanging in there at number one. And it really, really sounds like a good book, if you like a good mystery. Number two, Beautiful World, Where Are You, Sally Rooney. Number three is a debut. It's Richard Powers and it's Bewilderment. So that's debuting on our list. Um, yes. Apples yes. never, never fall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he, he does some good stuff. Number four, Lane Moriarty, one of our favorites. Apples ne- never fall. <laughs> I always want to add from the tree, <laughs> far from the tree, but it's just <laughs> apples never fall. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll get it right one of these on There's
1: room on the cover for the second
2: line. That could be. That could be. <laughs> Number five is a debut on our list. It's Under the Whispering Door, and that's TJ Um The cover looks interesting. That's, Do you know anything
1: about yes, that one? That has, uh, yes. That's, um, <clears throat> this is about an, an individual who has died, and he's been given um, a week to live a full life before he crosses over because he just doesn't feel oh, yeah. like he's done enough. Uh, now, this is a, um, uh, once again, this has received a lot of, of uh, pre-publication fandom type thing. This is an LGBTQ a novel. Um, it's got a lot of humor in it. Um,
2: so I'm sure this is going to be very popular all the way through the series. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Uh, number nine is also a debut on our list. It's uh, Ruth Oziki, and um, yes. the book is called The Book of Form and Emptiness. So. Well,
1: and the title tells it all um, in this book. Even after I read all about it and I went through three different um, reviews of this book, I still didn't know exactly what it was about. Um <laughs> Ruth <laughs> Ziki is, she is a, a Zen Buddhist uh, priest, uh, she's a filmmaker and writer, uh, she's done several good bestsellers, she has a lot of humor, she writes with a lot of humor, but of course it's just kind of out there, you know, it's actually, <laughs> it's, you know, and it and was a new term I've just never really uh, hit on before was magical realism. Now I would think really? kind of a Matt Foxy moron but I was uh, just that say. Just, Yeah, that's a thing, evidently. So we're okay. gonna have to figure out what that what that thing is. I, but I, it's, it's kind of coming of, it's a coming of age novel about a teenage boy. So uh it's got some really okay.
2: interesting characters. Very interesting okay. characters in this book. <laughs> Okay, so well, it's debuting at number nine. We'll we'll see how far it goes up or how long it hangs in there. But um, how long it stayed up, in, exactly? Yeah, you got to think of that magical realism there. <laughs> yeah. When I when I hear that when I hear that term, I think of mm, um, standing in a crowded room with a good drink and a bar of chocolate, and that's magical, but it's realistic. <laughs> Make sense? Yeah. I'd exactly. rather be somewhere else with my chocolate and drink, but that's okay. In the nonfiction, we have um, several stars on our list. And the first one, no surprise here, is Bob Woodward and Robert Costa with Peril. It's debuting on our list at number one. I swear and there has really, been a... I mean, that's been on
1: every... Uh, and, and that newsprint, it's been on every... He's been on every show... Um,
2: I think it's been, been quoted
1: cool. so much.
2: Yes. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, number two sounds interesting to me, too. It's Anderson Cooper and Catherine Howell, and it's Vanderbilt, the rise and fall of an American dynasty. I I know you've been and there, Chris, and I've been there to um, Biltmore in North Carolina. Yes. Just to give you a little taste of their summer home, and it's like, holy himmel. And it's Right. Just, I mean, that whole family was interesting and rich and, whoa, and just a
1: peek into something this different. Is, yes. I mean, we, 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 you know, you can't uh, give a history of the Vanderbilt family in this country without getting into all of those industrialists um, at, at the yes. beginning of our, you know, that age of history where everything just exploded. And, and it yeah. kind of became the, the first of the 1% of, you know, the, of the wealth in this country. And I can't remember the statistic I heard about how much, how wealthy the, these people were. I think it was like five or six families, you know, the, you know with the railroads and the steel and the oil. Um, and this book, if you like that kind of history... About our country is going to cover. I'm sure he's, he's going to have to touch on all those
2: families in order to just give the history of this particular family. Yeah, that's that was a fa- that was an interesting time in history. And oh yeah, you know there's there's yeah you know the homes
1: they built, the you know oh you know it's like just they just lived so lavishly, you know. Yeah. The Golden Age, the Gilded Age, I guess is what they call it.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay, number three on our list, Mary Roach. It's Fuzz, When Nature Breaks the Law. The boy, the mole, the fox, <laughs> and the horse. <laughs> uh, I I love Mary Roach. I I love yeah. her stuff. She she has a sense of humor and it's very educational. You learn a lot well, about
1: a lot you know, of different things. It's like going from the Vanderbilt to the fuzz. It's like the sublime to the ridiculous, <laughs> you know. <laughs> because this this book fuzz is basically about how we have encroached on the wild, um, a wild part of our of our existence. You know, the uh, the bears and the and the monkeys, and you know, that come into town. It, you know, not not in this country, but this is up to all across the world on how, how the human element deals with the wild element, you know, and yes. they're taking, they you know, they're just crowding them out and they can't expect them not to come back at you. It's what yeah.
2: they're doing yeah. in this book. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Okay. Number four, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, Charlie McKessie. And number five, Crying in H-Mark, a memoir, Michelle's Honor. Number 15 is a debut. It's Rick Bragg. I love Rick Bragg. And his book is debuting at number 15. And it's called The Speckled Beauty, A Dog and His People. I love a good dog story. This looks it, good.
1: I I pick that up and kind of read through it. And, you know, he's,
2: he's just so good.
1: You know, he's got that southern
2: something that it's fun to read oh cool um in the paperback fiction song of achilles madeline miller is number one and she has, also has number two with circe the seven husbands of evelyn hugo taylor jenkins Reed, anxious people frederick backman at number four and people we meet on vacation emily henry is on our list um, no no stars on that list, so no debuts in the paperback. Still holding strong with the ones that are on there, though. In the nonfiction still number, run, still number one, Braiding Sweetgrass, Robin Kimmerer. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk. The Best of Me, David Sedaris. Merlin Sheldrake has number four with Entangled Life. And Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. Of course, that's you all know a Harari. There is one debut on, oh, no, two debuts on our list. I take that back. Number eight is Regeneration, Ending the Climate Crisis in One Generation, and that's Paul Hawkins. So I'm sure he has some interesting facts to give everybody on that. It's um, pretty important right now. The price well, you, of the you ticket. Just won- oh. Yeah, oh,
1: you, just, you wonder about the this regeneration in In one generation, uh, you know, I've I've been been on this earth for a while, and even when I was in school fifty years ago, they were um, talking about the fact that we're headed for disaster, and and they totally ignored. You know, they totally ignored it. Like people were uh, just slapping their gums and and saying stupid things and. And now, you know, we're actually paying for it. I mean, this generation has lived to see it. So, you wonder if you can reverse that in one generation because usually it takes, you know, it's like, you know, when you gain, gain five pounds, you can do that in a week, but it's going to take a month to get rid of it. <laughs> so, yeah, this is true. <laughs> you, know, this you is very stressed, true. Wear it, you wear it on the first of the month and you can't wear it at the end of the month. You um, so th- <laughs> know, exactly. Again, you would just wonder if that's even possible. But if you don't start someplace, you
2: know it's never going to get any better. Well, I know it's I know it's hindsight, but if we had listened to the owl and we gave a hoot and didn't pollute, we would have been in good shape exactly. back in the sixties and seventies. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that still rings there, in my lady. bell. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sixty-one and proud of it okay uh, another debut on our list is the price of the ticket collected note nonfiction and this is from 1948 to 1985 uh, James Baldwin put this together so it actually sounds kind of neat it's um, oh yeah you know a lot a lot of interesting stuff between those years so if you're into nonfiction, oh, that'd be a good one to pick up yep in mm-hmm. uh, the children's Early and middle grade readers: Shannon Hale has number one with Friends Forever. Raleigh Jefferson's awesome, friendly, spooky stories. Jeff Kinney fi- finally coming to that time of the year for spooky stories, but it's it's been on there for a while. Um, yeah. Brian Selznick has um, a debut at number three, and it's Kaleidoscope. So if you're wanting to read that one, give us a call, and we'll get that in for you. Beast and Beauty, Dangerous Tales, that's Thoman Chanini. Mm-hmm. Chanani, yeah. And that mm-hmm. Chanani. And that is debuting at number four on our list. Willow Dean, Katherine Applegate, number five. There is another debut on our list. It's The Awakening Storm, City of Dragons. This is the first one in that series. And that's um, Jamal Yogis. So if you're into that. Stuff, that looks like a really good one. Number one in The Young Adult is a debut, um, Zyron J. Zoe, and that's Iron Window that's debuting. They both die at the end, Adam Silvera. Number three, Firekeeper's daughter, Angeline Bully. Angeline the Girl from the Sea, Molly Knox. And We Were Liars, E. Lockhart. Um, Kendra Blake, Kendare Blake. Is a debut at number fifteen. It's all these bodies, so that's debuting on our list. The children's uh, children's illustrated number one change sings a children's anthem, and this is Amanda Gorman. Of course, she is the poet laureate that um, hit the the poem at the um, Biden's inauguration, and amazing. This is a really neat book. Did you look through that one, Chris? It's he, absolutely beautiful. Um, of course, this is illustrated by our
1: friend of the bookstore, um, Lauren Long, who is from Cincinnati, and she's done such a fabulous job with this with this book. So
2: I'm I'm so glad to see that. I I think that'd be an awesome Christmas gift for a lot of people out there, and oh, not just absolutely. kids. Absolutely. So I know we have not some doll- story. It is. It is. It's just a great story. Yep. Okay, number two, Room on the Broom, Julia Donaldson, Little Blue Trucks Halloween, Alice Shirtle, Goodnight Moon, number four, Margaret Weiss Brown, and ooh, ba, la, 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 Sandra Boynton. Number eight, excuse me, is a debut, this looks cute, Little Witch Hazel, A Year in the Forest, and that's Phoebe Wall, that looks cute. Number ten or fourteen is also a debut. Um, another fun Halloween one. It's called Ten Spooky Pumpkins. And that's Chris Grimley in the children's series yes. Dog Band Number. Cute. It is. I, we got. We got so many. I'm gonna stick this in here. We got so many cute Halloween books. Um, you know, if you're looking for something alternative to candy for little ones, even big ones. Um, you know, or something to add with the goodies. Come in and see our Halloween books because they're a great selection this year. So in you know, the well, children's series, decent ones for adults too. Oh, I know. Some, it's like any the, age.
1: We're some of those spooky tales are yeah. Everybody likes a spooky tale. You know, and you kinda of oh, in the yeah. mood around Halloween. Like, yes, you, you know, do. All That's the like streaming services have one have one horror flick after the other.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But, man, I like to sit down with a good book because that way I can stop and put my bookmark in and go, ooh, I'm just going to let it sink in for a little bit, (laughs) then I'll go back. (laughs) In the children's series, Dog Man, number one, Dave Pilkey, Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland, Elephant and Piggy, yay, Mo Willems. (laughs) And there is a new one in the series. This is An Elephant and Piggy Biggie, volume four. It sounds like it should have a a drum roll with it, you know, or a big doom-doom. Yeah, I think think we have that on
1: the shelf right now.
2: All right. Diary of a a Wimpy Kid, Jeff Kinney is number four. And, of course, Harry Potter rounding out the top five, J.K. Rowling. So that's my list today. What you got, Miss Chris? Okay, I'm going to read through this real quick, and
1: then we can get back to, um, whoops, wrong one. Um, of course, debuting at number one, no surprise here, the same thing. And on our list is Peril by Bob Woodward and Robert Costas. And they're covering the final days of the Trump White House to the early days of the Biden White House, as well as the 2020 campaign. A Change things a children's anthem is debuting at number two. And, of course, this is the one we just talked about, Amanda Gorman. And it's illustrated by Lauren Long. And it's, uh, it, you know, it's just so beautiful. A lyrical picture book shows anything is possible when we join our voices together. And so it's, it's kind of the story about children picking up a different instrument, you know, and how that, you know, if they just get together, they can work together, and it sounds lovely when you're finished. Anderson Cooper and Catherine Howe are debuting at number three with Vanderbilt, the rise and fall of an American dynasty. Apples Never Fall, Lane Yardy, that was number one last week, and it's here coming in at number four. The Jailhouse Lawyer is by James Patterson and Neal Allen. This is um, the story of a young lawyer ends up in jail when she takes on the judge who is destroying her hometown. So we've got another legal thriller brewing here with the jailhouse lawyer debuting at number five. Elle Kennedy uh, is debuting with The Legacy, and this is four novellas um, that focus on the lives of four couples in three years after college. This is the fifth in this series by Elle. Mm. Debuting at number seven is The Daughter of the Morning Star by Craig Johnson. I love it. Um, when Walt Longmire is back, chief of, of police, um, and the tribal ch- police chief calls on Walt this time and Henry Standing Bear as backup when his niece receives death threats. So sounds like a, a, a lot of fun stuff going out on the reservation. Then Flynn's Enemy at the Gate, number two last week, Fallen to Eight, but still right there in the top ten. CIA operative Mitch Rapp is back. Um, Debuting at number nine is Crazy Face. Sometimes it's only crazy until it happens by Michael Todd. (laughs) And it ends with us, rounds up the top ten. Colleen Colleen Hoover is doing very well for all of Summer. And I think she's going to hang in there for a while. Look through the last ten. American Marxism by Mark Levine. Uh, the last thing he told me was by Laura Day. It has been doing very well all summer. Women, Food, and Hormones by Sarah Gottfried. <laughs> and this is a four-week plan to achieve hormonal balance, lose weight, and feel like yourself again. Well, that was mm, Interesting. Of course. Yeah, we might have to get that in and look at that. What, what kind of hormones yeah. do you have to take here? Um, under the Whispering Door <laughs> is, doing, <laughs> under, is doing well also on the national level, as it is um, on our uh, indie bestseller list. Colson Whitehouse's uh, Harlem Shovel is still in the top 20. Uh, this is the story of the 1960s Harlem. Wild Beyond the Witchlight is a wild adventure. This is by Wizards of the Coast. Um, this is uh, adventures are invited to the Witchlight Carnival in the Fey Domain. Of course, this is fantasy, high fantasy. Wizards of the Coast is never a disappointment if you're looking for a good story like that. Room on the Broom by Julia Donaldson obviously is our Halloween uh, entry. James Clear is still trying to prove that you can build good habits and break bad ones with the atomic habit, (laughs) still in the top 20. Billy Summers by Stephen King. I think this book is going to just kind of stick with us for the whole season uh, as we're marching toward Christmas. And the Nantucket News by Pamela and Kelly rounds out our top 20, and this is just a nice, light uh, kind of a romance and so if you're, you want some pure escapism that's what you're going to get with the Nantucket News by Pamela Kelly okay so let's see what's coming out this week um, let's go right to our um, home and we talked about some of these things last week um, but the big things of the Lincoln Highway by Amar Toll is out today, and of course, this is um, all about uh, a novel about the Lincoln Highway in this country. Um, of course, he is the dude that did A Gentleman in Moscow that stayed on the bestseller list
2: for three years. Um, so wow. I can imagine that this one do as well. Um, I'm guessing this the is last. fiction? Oh, this is fiction, yes, yeah. yeah,
1: this is fiction. Okay. Um, there's a new Jonathan Franzen. Of course, he's a, uh, a book award winner a number of times, and his new book is called Crossroads. Uh, they have a book out this week about Dave Grohl, the storyteller, the tales of life and music. And, of course, Dave Grohl, he was with um, Nirvana, and he started Foo Fighters. Um, this is not going to be a sex, drugs, and rock and roll type of a um, book where he's just going to, you know, uh, talk about the underbelly of the uh, music industry, (laughs) but there are good things that that are also. Name drops a lot in this book, but um, if you're a fan of the Foo Fighters, I'm sure that this uh, would be something just for you. David Sedaris has a new one. I I love the cover, um, but it's called A Carnival of Snackery. And these are diaries that he's put together from 2003 to 2020. And so if you just want to sit back and read and laugh, there you go. He's he's just just a dude. Um, Rick Riordan has a new series he's starting and this is he's writing this this, this doesn't come from his publishing work. it's called The Daughter of the Deep unfortunately we're still waiting for it it hasn't arrived yet I'm hoping like we say it's not on a slow boat from China so I'm, it should be coming in, in pretty soon um, I'll take your questions now what I saw uh, from, at the Trump White House by Stephanie Grisham this is another one she's been on every talk show She's, um, if you go on the Internet, you know, every click starts a question about something from this book. It's been quoted a gazillion different times. Um, it, it doesn't give a very positive look at what was going on. And, of course, we talked about the fact that, okay, if she saw it was that crazy. Why didn't she say something at the time? So well, mm-hmm. what can you say? But that should be coming today. I mean, it's, uh, as we speak, it's driving around on the UPS truck. This, is, this book is coming out. I just love it because I love Stanley Tucci. I think he's just so much fun. And his new book is Taste My Life Through Food. I mean, I love him as an actor, but he's a sweetie. And he can give you yep. some really cool information on that. Daniel still has a new book out. This is where we act shocked. Exactly. Uh, Heather Morris has a new book out called uh, The Three Sisters. And, of course, this is the same author who did the tattooist of Auschwitz. And it's about these three sisters who escaped and managed to get through the Nazi occupation. And so how many do we have coming out this week? 519 new books come out this week so that's just a few um, there's, there's a new book called the two sisters detective agency from James Patterson he's starting another series um, Stuart Woods has a new Stone Barrington with Foul Play um, oh gosh we could go on forever but we've only got a few minutes so let's uh, pop in and see what might be coming out next week I haven't even looked at this one yet on sale next week And once again, only 444 are going to be out next week. But uh, Louise Penny has a new one. Yes, Louise Penny. We love Louise Penny. Um, uh, But this is going to be a standalone novel called The State of Terror. And she's actually writing this with Hillary Rodham Clinton. But it is considered, you know, the, the big book for next week. J.K. Rowling has a new book out called The Christmas Pig, and it's a Christmas story for young readers. This has just received fabulous reviews. This book was reviewed uh, by a a group of educators in England, and um, they did not know who the writer was. You know, they just gave this book out and said, what do you think? And they just raved about it.
0: And ladies... Pardon me, but uh, our time is up this morning. And can you quickly uh, give us your uh, location, hours, and uh, phone number, please?
2: Okay, yeah, we're, we're on. on. So go on. <laughs> okay, we're on the corner of Walnut and Boeinger and we. Um, you can call us at eight one two nine three four five eight zero zero with any comments questions or orders or come in and see us we're there from 11 to 5 tuesday wednesday thursday and friday and saturday 11 to 2 if you're lucky call ahead and hopefully chris will be there and yep come in and see us
0: and see what we got. All right. Well, thank you very much, ladies. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week on next Tuesday's edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf. Book Talk. Book Talk. Book Talk.